welcome to This Week in Brattleboro History, produced by the Brattleboro Historical Society and the Brattleboro Area Middle School. The first African-American family burial plot in Brattleboro was purchased in 1859 by Francis or Frank Green. The plot is located in Prospect Hill Cemetery. Frank Green moved into Brattleboro in the mid-1830s. He lived with the Bradshaws on Main Street in the area where Zephyr Designs is now located. The Bradshaws, Andrew and Phoebe, were an industrious African-American couple who operated multiple businesses in the building they owned on the east side of Main Street. The couple ran a cleaning service, a barber shop, and a restaurant from the 1820s to the 1840s. Frank Green was born in Coleraine, Massachusetts, and moved to Brattleboro when he was less than 20 years old. He learned the barbering trade from Andrew Bradshaw and eventually operated his own barbershop. In 1859, Frank and Medelia Green had a son named Elijah. Unfortunately, Elijah died three months later. It was because of the infant's death that Frank bought the family plot. Eventually, Frank and Medelia were buried there, as well as two other offspring, Frank Jr. and Emirate. In 1914, Emirate's husband, Wilmot Gage, was the last person interred in the family plot. Frank Green was born in 1816. He was a free black person at a time when the practice of slavery was still incorporated within the United States Constitution. His grandfather, Pete Green, was born in Africa and forced into slavery at a young age. According to Coleraine Historical Society, enslaved people were brought to the northern Massachusetts settlement when English Americans moved to the area after the end of the French and Indian War. Pierre Green served in the Revolutionary War from 1779 to 1783. It is thought that he earned his freedom from that service. Pierre married a free black woman named Violet and they had six children. One of those children was Charles Green, Frank's father. Charles Green was a coloring blacksmith. In 1857, Frank Green married Medelia Pierce, a white woman from New Hampshire. They lived in a house on Linden Street which was eventually sold to the Brattleboro Retreat. Just before the Civil War in the 1860 census, Frank and Medelia were living with their son, Frank Jr., in two boarders, Sybil Smith and William James. William James was a young black man who had escaped slavery in Virginia and was learning the barbering trade from Frank. Sadly, the next year, William James died from tuberculosis. His Prospect Hill Cemetery gravestone reads, William James, born a slave at Norfolk, Virginia, died July 4, 1861, age 23. It is believed that Frank Green bought the cemetery plot as well. Frank Green operated a Main Street barbershop until 1875. He owned a home on what is now Myrtle Street. After selling his barber business, Frank continued to work as a farm laborer. He was the last black man to barber in Brattleboro during the 1800s. By the time Frank Jr. reached adulthood, three other barbers, all white men, had established themselves in town. Frank Jr. worked as a day laborer and messenger most of his adult life. During that time, he rented tenement rooms or lived with his father. Frank Jr. never earned enough money to purchase a home of his own. In 1901, he passed away from a prolonged case of pneumonia. Medelia Green died of tuberculosis in 1880. Frank sold his home on Myrtle Street and moved to a tenement building near the Fletcher Lumber Mill at the end of Bird Street. Frank rented part of the tenement building and took an African-American borders. According to the Vermont Phoenix newspaper, during the last 15 years of his life, Frank was suspected of selling liquor during Vermont's prohibition years. But one of Green's borders was Jacob Cartilage. During the last few months of Frank's life, he suffered from heart disease. In November 1900, Cartilage found Frank had passed away in his rocking chair. He was 84 years old. The newspaper article reporting on Frank's death referred to him as Barber Green. 
Jacob Cartilage was from Georgia. In 1843, he was born to slavery. He began life working in the plantation fields and was bought and sold a number of times. During the Civil War in 1863, he ran from the enslavement and made his way to Pennsylvania. He worked in the coal mine as a farmhand and laid railroad tracks until he was recruited to serve in the 43rd Pennsylvania Colored Regiment in January 1864. After the war, Cartilage worked his way to Brattleboro. He arrived in town around 1867 and remained here until his death in 1919. He first worked in the woods and chopped trees. Later, Jacob was employed by one of the coal dealers in the area. He took care of the horse teams that pulled coal wagons around town. He also delivered coal to businesses and residences. As Jacob aged, the physical work became too taxing and he left the coal trade to work as a day laborer, mostly chopping wood or acting as a farmhand. In the 1890s, Jacob Carlidge applied for a Civil War pension. He was living with Frank Green at the time, and the pension helped pay for lodging at the tenement house. Carlidge would live with Frank Green until Frank died in 1900. Emmerich Green Gage was born in Brattleboro in 1862. After 1880, she moved to Ripton, Vermont, and was employed as a housekeeper. In 1882, she married Wilmot Gage of Middlebury. They moved to Brattleboro soon after the marriage, and Wilmot became an employee of Barrow's Coal Company in the 1900s. Wilmot left the coal company to begin his own business as a house cleaner. They lived on the third floor of a Church Street tenement building. Around 1910, Emmerich contracted cancer and went through a series of operations. In January 1912, she fell out of the tenement's third-story window a few minutes after receiving care from a visiting nurse. It was believed she opened the window to watch children sliding on the hill and, in a weakened state, lost her balance. Less than a month after Emirates' death, Wilmot was severely injured in a fire that began in the apartment. He would pass away less than two years later. The Green family plot is located in Prospect Hills, Section 8, near the southern end of the cemetery. It is about two-thirds of the way back from the road. We'd like to thank Alex, Paige, Kamar, Kaysen, Gavin, Gilbert, Lexi, Ethan, Evan, Jackson, Pfeiffer, and David, and Evelina for reading this week in Broadway history. Please join us next week for another story from our community's past.